This episode of Christmas Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Disney to theater to Christmas, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Merry Christmas! Happy Holidays, everybody! Welcome back to the Christmas Countdown Show with Danny and Eric. I am Eric Peterson. This is Danny Jordan. We are so happy that you are back with us for episode yes. three of the Christmas Countdown Show podcast experience. Spectacular. Three episodes in. Spectacular. Yes. I like that. It's, it's magnificently merry, as I keep telling people. I like it's that. gigantically jolly. <laughs> Uh, I had another one, but I can't think of it on the fly the right jingliest now. Jingliest, something. <laughs> oh, the the uh, the jingle belliest. Jingle belliest. That's pretty good. I like that. I kind of like that. Right. That's good. It's. I feel like it's if Jelly unused. Bellies doesn't come out with a jingle belliest flavor, I feel like they've, they've missed, missed the mark. Missed an opportunity. They've Christmased it. Right. Hey. They've Christmased it. Oh, they've Christmased it. If you yes. didn't hear that our last episode, <laughs> that is our pun for this show. If you if you mess something up, if you shrewded it like on the office. Or if you miss you a pun, it. if you miss an opportunity for a pun, you've Christmased it. Yes, it is true. Uh speaking of not Christmasing anything, I don't want to miss the opportunity to mention that we are two months out from Christmas oh, Day. This is not a drill. My folks. gosh. Sixty days. It's happening. We are so close. It? I feel like snow. How many weeks is that? That's eight weeks, right? Eight we- is that really eight times seven is what fifty? Well, there's four. Is that four math? weeks in a month? Two months away. Yeah, I'm going eight weeks. Okay, I feel like that's eight a- and a half weeks. Eight and a half weeks. Sure, we'll give a little wiggle room. Eight and a half. We will. We'll round up. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, I can't believe it. You, you know, the time is is coming. Uh, I don't know about you, but when I wake up in the morning, uh, I can hear jingle bells jingling outside of my bedroom window. Absolutely. Um, that might just be my creepy neighbor, <laughs> but, um, that's a whole nother story. I, I don't know every, I, yeah, I don't want, we won't talk about <laughs> them just yet. Um, but, uh, no, I, I'm thrilled. We're, we're so much closer to Christmas every day. We get closer every minute, every second. And, and cause here's the other thing is, that merry is time. if you were listening to this podcast at this point, on episode three, mm-hmm. you are amongst the true believers. You are the real deal. You are ready for Christmas before Thanksgiving. You're the real deal. We respect you. We love you. We honor you. You are one of us. Now we know that this you is... make Santa's sled fly. Exactly. Basically. You are the people. With we know the it's Christmas spirit, right? A hundred percent. So I'm thrilled. What's exciting yep. to me is that we're that much closer to the rest of the world joining in on our party because we know that most people wait until Thanksgiving's over to really get in the Christmas spirit. But when, Ooh. but now we are we're that much closer to Thanksgiving, which means we're that much closer to the big party with everybody being uh, in in the mood and in the the season, the season of giving, the season of love, the season of Christmas. I love it. And speaking of people all around the world, I think we need to recognize the fact that uh, two episodes in, we are already uh, in 19 countries. What? We've had 19 countries download and listen to our show. Hundreds of people from all around the world. If Wait, some of the are you lying are, right now, Danny? In, Tell me the truth. Is this true? I, Eric, I want to get Christmas if Christmas gifts. If you lie, you don't get gifts. This on is Christmas. true. You we got, all know that. You got to be telling That's the truth. That's how that works. You get coal. Oh my god! What? I don't want coal in my stocking. What kind I of countries? Uh, what kind of countries are we in? Uh, we've got Mexico, China, Jamaica, Mongolia, Brazil, Vietnam, Germany, France, 
obviously the United States, Morocco, France, the UK, Guatemala, Bulgaria, India, Belize, Yemen, Japan. Wow. I, this is this is wild to me. I love that the Christmas spirit is <laughs> finding great. its way all around the world in mid-October. I feel like we're doing something necessary I right think so. now. I think th- these stats support that. I right, think Aaron? we're doing a, a major humanitarian service with this podcast. Yes. I think that we That's should we're get here. some sort of medals at the end of it. Uh, we should be recognized mm, internationally. Perhaps uh, the UN could bring us in, and we could host the Ooh. next, uh, you know, G8 summit with a little. We'll, we'll kick wow. it off with some Christmas talk amongst world leaders. It seems like what we're I doing is truly important around the globe. So uh, I think that we should be honored in some way. I think. I if we're not within the next week. I'm going to send a letter. That's right. Someone will have. I'm going to send a letter. I don't know who I'm sending it to. Someone will have Christmas an opportunity. <laughs> Ooh, there Boom, it is. Second, I love second it. Second usage. I love it. We're, we're not even like five minutes into the episode. <laughs> We've already dropped it twice. I love it. Um, speaking of dropping things, I do want to drop our social media yes. handles. You know, speaking of these hundreds of people who are now engaging in our show, if you're not following us on social media, please make sure you do so. We are on Instagram. TikTok, Facebook at Christmas Countdown Show. We're on Twitter at Xmas Pod. You can also come be a supporter of our show on Patreon. Yes. Help us bring more Christmas spirit to the globe. Go find us on Patreon at Christmas Countdown Show. We've got some fun rewards you can be a part of. Become our close friend on Instagram or be a part of a, a monthly Christmas album listening or Christmas movie viewing session with with Eric and myself. We got some fun stuff over there. So make sure you you check that out. We want to engage with you guys. We want to continue to be a part of this Christmas spirit growing together for the next couple of months. Um, speaking of Christmas spirit, Eric, um, yes. there's a little bit of Christmas spirit like existing in my in my home this morning. How so? Um, and it ha- Well, I went to make a cup of coffee. We've got one of those Nespresso coffee machines. Sure. I don't know if you have one of those. Uh, we do, do you? yes. I, I'm not a coffee drinker, but we do have one oh, in you our do. house because my wife is a coffee drinker. So, yes. Um, this explains why you picked nothing but sad songs last week. Um, <laughs> That's so, funny. What so a, what I, a dig. I, last Christmas, I'm sorry. I'm a jerk, <laughs> but I love you. That's how you know I like you. Um, so last Christmas, one of the gifts I gave last my wife was a, was a Nespresso. I gave you a coffee maker <laughs> that you actually liked. Um, I gave her a Nespresso coffee machine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're familiar with that, it's got the, the cool pods. And it, it's just a different homemade coffee brewing experience it's so much better i don't mean to slam keurig if you want to sponsor our show please go ahead but nespresso i'd rather you sponsor us um you you put the thing in and there's like a green light that blinks and you got to wait for it to go solid and then you hit the button and it makes your coffee okay uh so today i made my coffee like like normal i'm currently drinking decaf because i realized caffeine if i drink too much of it it just sends me orbital gotcha um but that's a story for another time so when I came back to get my coffee after it was done brewing, I looked at the top of, of my Nespresso, and rather than the normal green light, it was half green, half red. Mm, intriguing. And I sent, I took a picture of it. I sent it to my wife, and I said, Merry Christmas. <laughs> green and red, Question yes. Mark. It's a sign. Because I was about to come out here and record with you, and I was like, oh, Nespresso, I love you. So either my machine is broken or my machine is in the Christmas spirit. If, I go if you with know option what B. The green and red means option B. Y- you think it's broken? No, I think it's in the Christmas spirit. Oh, I perfect. Think it okay. was a sign. <laughs> I was like, oh, great. Thanks, <laughs> no, Eric. I think it's a sign. Um, let's sing some more about the guy in the the 
the drunk tank over at the local <laughs> More sad uh, songs. precinct. I yeah, exactly. My coffee maker died this morning. <laughs> And I don't know my name anymore. Um, so that's what's going on around here that sort of got me in the Christmas spirit. What, anything happening over at your house? Well, uh, at the Peterson household, it was a big day a couple days ago. The Amazon okay. wish list catalog with all the toys came oh, and the fashion one came this yes. morning uh, with all Ooh. the uh, Amazon fashion uh, gift ideas. So my kids have been uh, furiously paging through the the cat, the what do you call it? A catalog? Uh, uh, I think it's a catalog. Really a catalog. Right? That's really what it is. What else would it be I called? I don't know. A wish wish list. It's not really a list. Dream yeah. dream machine. Dream machine. B- book of dreams. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's that's probably more apropos. Uh, book of dreams. Amazon book of yeah. dreams. <laughs> um, and so my kids have been going through that and circling furiously. And as we said on the last podcast, I think we'll probably say it most episodes just to remind you guys. Yes, there is a supply chain issue. If you see what your kids True. or your loved ones are wanting for Christmas, order it now. Order it now. Don't say that yeah. we didn't tell you. And then you're going to be so sad when it gets to be December 12th. And you're like, oh, this is the perfect gift. I should have ordered it before because now it's not coming until February 15th. So order those gonna gifts be a now. Great Valentine's Day. Great gift. Valentine's Day. Um, gift. Yeah, yeah. Order them now. Definitely. Did you notice inside the catalog? I got to give it up to to Amazon. I feel like we're promoting every brand under the sun. Sure. Uh, today, you're welcome, Brands. Uh, one thing I love, because we got the catalog here at my house as well, and it was the first year that I could give it to my daughter, who's three now, and she actually went through it and started recognizing you know, characters and, stuff, yeah, and yeah. things that she likes. But I noticed they had these really cool stickers inside that are for the kids to, rather than, you know, our, when you and I were kids, we'd probably go through with a pen yeah, or a yeah. Sharpie or whatever and circle all the things. They have these these stickers that say, this one or that one. I want that. I want yeah, this. Yeah. And I, I was like, that's so smart that, that they included that. Brilliant. Kids love to put stickers on anything. So, so yeah, that's a, that's a good way I of doing it. I put the sticker on my chest and uh, stood next to my wife. <laughs> this one. This is yeah. what I want. Well, I was like, want, want that, want that. <laughs> she, that's great. She said, not happening. I love it. Um, so, but, you know, when we were kids, we didn't have the Amazon no. catalog because, you know, there were still stores that you actually <laughs> right? went to. Yeah. Um, did you have a catalog that you looked forward to yeah, getting when you I were I feel a kid? like it was the JCPenney's uh, catalog would come in the mail. It may have been Sears or maybe both of them had one, but JCPenney's was definitely one. And I remember the first like three quarters of it were all clothes and they all seemed to be like mm. mom clothes. There was no men's clothes. It was just like three quarters <laughs> of this like three inch thick catalog. There were all like mom clothes. And then the last quarter of the catalog was the toys and we would just circle everything that we wanted and oh it was the best oh yeah the best you're so you're so midwest i'm very very midwest and like proudly so the jc penny uh five and dime uh catalog came <laughs> and i got real excited for me it was it was the toys r us catalog Ooh, i don't think i that ever was, saw a toys r us catalog did you never you no, never got that no oh my gosh the, it was so thick and it was just packed it was a true book of that games. is cool uh because all of your favorite nintendo games sure. RC cars, everything that you could, that any kid could possibly want. Hot Wheels. Uh, I I looked forward to that Toys R Us catalog when when I was a kid, and and now it's funny, you know. I, I don't know if it's the same for you, but as an adult, I get really excited for like the ads that come out, you know, the week before uh, your Black Friday. Sure. And just tearing through those and being like, well, I guess I'll be leaving Thanksgiving dinner early this year. To <laughs> I need a new ninety seven inch TV. TV. <laughs> 
to replace my 87-inch one <laughs> right. that I bought last year. Right, exactly. Ay, ay, ay. Do you know, can I tell you? Anyway. I, I actually had a reoccurring dream. The only reoccurring dream I've ever had in my life. Uh, well, I've had two. Okay. But this one was the first most uh, consequential one. I had it multiple times through my childhood. Um, I had a dream. If if you remember, if you were alive in the 80s and 90s, you remember that Toys R Us used to offer shopping sprees they were like the you know the winner for like on some nickelodeon show or whatever it'd be like a seven minute toys r us shopping spree and you'd have seven minutes to like go through all of toys r us with a cart and whatever you could put in the cart you got to keep and so this was like a very cool thing that was you know a prize that some kids won apparently i had a recurring dream as a child that i won a toys r us shopping spree I did the whole shopping spree and write and I would get home. And just as I was about to open that first toy of all my toys that I had gotten in the shopping spree, I would wake up and I had this dream oh my multiple times as a child. And I don't know what it means or Eric. what it stands for, but it was like, Eric, almost you there. have revealed so much. Yeah. You've revealed so much in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> You're like, I never thought of Christmas as a sad holiday, but three of my five songs are incredibly all about sad. sadness. Yeah, and now you're like, I had this really great dream where I got all these gifts, and I never, never got, got to open, open up them. a single one yeah. of them. Wow. I guess I just have a lot of you sadness I think, inside. I guess I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I, if this was ever a reason for someone to go support us on Patreon, so, so Eric can live out Please. his dream of running through the toy story that or toy store that no longer exists in the world. Oh my god! But I guess that toy, Toys R Us is coming back to to Macy's. They are. Did I you hear did that? hear that. That's that exciting. Is very exciting. I mean, I'm sure it won't be the sure, same, it's but like one little the section. Fact that it's, yeah. Yeah, so next Blockbuster video is going to be coming back inside <laughs> of some other yeah. departments. Inside of totally. I love it. <laughs> that's, that's we should get to our list. All right, I yeah, guess let's we should get to our get, list. Yeah, we should get to the countdown. So if you were with us uh, earlier, well, what's today? Today's, Today's Monday. Monday. If you were with us last Friday, I don't know, I, all the days blend together at this point. But last you know, last Friday, or if you listened over the weekend, you, you got to hear 10 through 6. Yep. You know, Eric and I were doing our, our top 10 personal favorite Christmas songs. Um, we're not saying so these we're are just going to recap for you. Yeah, we're not saying that these are the greatest songs. We're saying these are our personal top 10 favorite songs. Yeah. So why don't we and I will say these are the greatest. Songs. Sure. Sorry. Sure. I just fair, fair, to fair. That. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Um, so well, let's I'm going to so give you, you my, start with your yeah, I'll give my 10 through six uh, just as a, a recap. And then I'll go into my number five. Uh, and then you can do your 10 Love through it. 6 and do number 5. All right, so for mine, 10 through 6, starting at number 10, I started with All I Want for Christmas uh, uh, is You by Mariah Carey because, it, for me, it signals the start of the season. Then I went to Merry Christmas Baby by Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Great rockin' tune. Mm-hmm. Then we started our little uh, lull of sad songs from Eric's List, number one being <laughs> River by Joni Mitchell, number two being Fairy Tale uh, of New York by the Pogues and Christy McCall. And and then I went number six with uh, was a song called Socks by J.D. McPherson, which if you didn't check it out, make sure you go check out that album. Really fun so uh, album. Uh, so now we're going to number five here for me. Now, my number five. Um, well, wait, what about my my 10? Well, I was going to do my 10 through six and go into my number five. And then you when you do your number five, you can do 10 through six into your number five. How's that sound? Hey, you know what? I I you're my friend. Whatever you want, we will do. <laughs> Great. All right. We're going to do it. So my number five right. track is technically a YouTube video, but there is there are hmm. recordings of this guy doing this song. But I think to truly do it justice you got to watch the YouTube video. 
This is a song. Okay. It's a it's a hymn. It's an old hymn. Uh, it's Oh Holy Night, okay. which is as a song one of my favorite Christmas songs. But this particular version is sung by a gentleman named David Phelps and the Gaithers, which is an old like hmm. Christian church band of like it's a very southern uh, kind of. Um, it's like a bunch of old old white dudes with white terrible hair uh singing like old hymns and stuff like that and this guy david phelps is okay. like a young singer who sings with them um and the youtube clip if you search david phelps oh holy night i guarantee it will come up uh it is to me maybe the greatest live performance maybe of anyone i've ever seen it is so spectacular it will move you. It will make you feel the feels and believe all the things. It is spectacular. Mm. So mine is Oh Holy Night by David Phelps with the Gaithers YouTube video. Not only is his performance so spectacular and inspired and and just touched, um, but also I love watching like the old church ladies like really be like feeling the moment and like everybody's around him oh, and the yeah. piano players going up and down the runs and the cor- the organs going and the chorus the choirs singing it is so spectacular <laughs> I love Oh Holy Night by David Phelps so that's my number five it could have been number one but it fell into the number five slot uh, for for whatever reason that's that is epic. a good one I, one thing I will say is by with every pick that you reveal. I feel, I don't know, more and more mainstream and less and less sort of like, like, I feel like you've reached a depth of appreciation for Christmas music. Like you, you bring these names, you're like the Pogues. And I'm like, I, you could tell me they were real groups or people in the world or, or they, they could weren't. be totally I fake. Would believe you either way. Um, yeah, but my gosh, That's that was incredible. I'm so glad that you exposed Thank all you. of us to that to that performance happy My to gosh. do so happy to do so Oof. all right give me your yeah, recap am, your I'm 10 to 6 it. and then go into your number five here Okay, so if you joined us last week, you heard, but if you didn't, uh, my 10 through 6 are at number 10. We had one of my favorite groups of all time, Little St. Nick by the Beach Boys. It's beachy, it's Christmassy, it's jingle jangly, it's all the things that I love. Uh, speaking speaking of jingle jangly, uh, number 9, I uh, had the, turns out, a controversial song in terms of who actually wrote this song, uh, Jingle Bell Rock by Bobby Helms at number 8. Uh, another controversial one in terms of what the actual title is of this song yes, is this Run was Rudolph new, Run. News to me. Yeah, it was news to me as well. I always thought it was called Run Run Rudolph yeah. by Chuck Berry, but it turns out the original version was called Run Rudolph Run, uh, which you know if you've seen Home Alone and which if you're listening to this, you have seen Home, Home Alone. <laughs> yes. You're probably watching it right now. You know the McAllisters run through O'Hare Airport listening to this song. Uh, that was my number eight song. At number seven, I had... Uh, a, a last minute addition to my list, uh, which was I've Got My Love to Keep Me Warm by Dean Martin. I've got Dino, my love my, to keep my me warm. Love. Oh, so good. The snow is snowing <laughs> and uh, the, wind the wind is, is uh, blowing. blowing. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's doing. Um, that was my number seven song by Dean Martin. And then at number six, uh, I had another one from the Home Alone soundtrack. Uh, of course, it's Rocking Around the Christmas Tree yes. by Brenda Lee. That infamous scene where... Kevin has rigged up all of these mannequins and Michael Jordan and they're dancing around and the train is going and, and Marvin Harry feel like they've been duped. Um, anyway, that's my 10 through six, uh, coming in at number five for me, which is sort of funny, uh, is that it's going to continue a, a, a string of, of home alone <laughs> songs, folks. I said to Eric last week, if I, 
could put the whole Home Alone soundtrack on here from Home Alone 1 and 2, not 3 or 4 because you're a monster if you like those movies. <laughs> um, if I could put you know, this, the entire soundtrack from, from those movies on my top 10 list, I Love would. Uh, this was a song, honestly, that what was not originally on my top 10. And then as I was like really getting into the nitty gritty of it, 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 it struck me and I listened to it again. And I go, how do I not include that song uh, on, on my list? It's a song that the more I listen to it, I think the more it connects with me as, as I get older and, and, and obviously, you know, John Williams is one of the great composers totally. of our time. Um, and when you just listen to the strings, the the orchestrations, um, and then the lyrics that that were added to this song, it really for me as I again as I get older and sort of learn a new you know, adult appreciation for the holiday season, uh, the song which is number five for me on my list is "Somewhere in My Memory" uh, by John Williams, which is featured on the Home Alone soundtrack. There's just it's it's a beautiful song. I'm again I'm getting chills thinking about it. You know, precious moments. Um, you know, you just, you, you think about, for me, it started making me flash back to all of my memories from childhood, which I appreciated when I was having them and they made me happy, but now sort of looking back on them as an adult and to realize how incredibly blessed I was to, to have those experiences, to have those people in my life and to still have so many of those people in my life. And now as a, as a father, to be able to start creating those precious moments for my daughter and now that my brother had a child as well and we just had our second just knowing that now those precious moments are going to be theirs and it's and it's and it's my turn to to provide sort of the the framework for those to to happen for them but the, the song took on new meeting and i if i keep talking about it i'll probably start crying beautifully said. Um, such a good choice it is like warm and familiar and you, you know you were saying uh while we were listening to it that I love that the beginning of the song has that sort of do, 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 like kind of setting up, you know, <laughs> setting up the the plot yep. of the movie and everything. But then the resolve is oh, so tasty. It there's there's a there are lines in it. There's not a ton of lyrics to the song, but um, and I think maybe it's a reflection of just how I look back at, at memories of of my life is when they say you know precious moments, special people, happy faces I can see. Oh, man. Um, I didn't know those were like, the I lyrics. Immediately That's good. Like I can see my grandma, you know, yeah. smiling on, on Christmas. I can see all the grandkids, you know, running around, but it also makes me think of like, when I think about my wedding day, like there's one memory that is most, uh, like etched in my mind. And it was when my wife and I ran into the reception and we were just spinning around. And I just remember seeing all of these smiling faces, all of our closest loved ones that have always been there for us in our lives, just cheering us on, on that special day. And, and I think that's that's what that song is for me is like it just really encapsulates like what I cherish most now about looking back at Christmas. So totally. Anyway, that's that's my number five song. Uh, if you're crying uh, in your car or on the train as you're going to work, my apologies, um, <laughs> but you're welcome. That's so good. It's just you know that's we'll, we're going to do a whole episode about movies, and I'm I'm a hundred percent sure that Home Alone is going to be on that list. So I'll, I'll save most of this uh, for yeah. for then. But that's what's so great about Home Alone as a movie is that the you know the first three quarters of it really are just a, a silly like madcap you know fun adventure kid story, but then the resolve yep. of getting your family back and like that family is everything and you know getting time with your loved ones is what Christmas truly is mm. about is so it's such a great yeah. flick it's such a great movie I love it. 
I love it. I love it. What do you got at uh, number four? This is get, we're getting down we're getting to down it. To it. Okay. Here. So my number four uh, is uh, I teased this on episode one. This is going to be uh, from Harry hmm. Connick Jr. Uh, this is another one where I had to choose one track from an album that, in my opinion, the entire album is worthy of top 10 status. Uh, the album is called When My Heart Finds Christmas. It has a very hmm. young and good-looking Harry Connick Jr. in a red sweater, sort of looking at you uh, longingly in front of a fireplace. It's spectacular. <laughs> uh, all the songs are great on it, and he does a nice mix on that album of originals and sort of classic Christmas songs. Uh, but this one is an original that he wrote um, called It Must Have Been Old Santa Claus, and it's the story of uh, a little boy who... Uh, doesn't really believe anymore and uh, gets a special mm. night with Santa Claus and he gets to ride in the sleigh. That song is so, so good. I feel like, you know, Harry Connick Jr., uh, a lot of people don't necessarily think of him as as a singer first sure. you know, because he's done so much acting over sure. the years. But then you you hear his music and there's just such a, a fun sort of like swagger well, he's got, uh, he's, to, to he's his music. He's got that great New Orleans feel that he he is so proudly yeah. from New Orleans and his music really has that like, you know, Preservation Hall kind of vibe of like really good musicians really playing great music. Um, there's a great clip of Harry Connick Jr. when he was uh, he has a song called uh, Come By Me, Come Talk To Me, Baby from uh, an album that he did and he was playing on the Rosie O'Donnell show when Rosie O'Donnell used to have a show Ooh. and he was playing right. this song come by me and it's a real swing and kind of jam and the audience is all uh, old white ladies and they're all clapping on <laughs> one and three and so and what we mean oh. what I mean by that is like <laughs> uh, they're going come by me come talk to me baby Right, they're clapping on one and three, which is a very square way to clap along to music. You're supposed to <laughs> clap on two and four, so it should be "Come by me, right. come talk to me, baby." Right, and so the yeah. audience is all clapping on one and three. It's it sound it's making his song sound really kind of lame and, and square. <laughs> and you can see, you can find this on YouTube. You can see Harry Connick Jr. Uh. give a look to his drummer. And he adds a 5-4 bar into a 4-4 bar-like phrase. So he adds one extra oh, wow. beat into a little piano solo that he does. And it forces the people that are clapping unknowingly <laughs> to get onto beat two and four. And then they are now in oh, the pocket. It's a beautiful, cool musician kind of trick that he did on live television. So you should look up Harry Connick Jr., saves the beat or i'm not sure how you would uh search it on youtube oh my gosh i'm looking that up immediately after today's episode all right so that was my number you brought up preservation hall and it just breaks my heart because i the one time i've been to new orleans i was like i gotta go to preservation hall and i just didn't make it Um, next time unfortunately i know so now i gotta go back to go what's Um, your number four i love that that's my number four is again not uh not so, not necessarily an obscure song. It's it's much more sort of current sure. and and mainstream. Uh, I grew up in in an acapella music yes. family. My my dad is a is a barbershop singer and worked with a lot of you know really cool you know acapella groups over the years like the Blenders and uh, the Knutson Brothers and all these people who were sort of doing acapella music before it became cool. Um, 
And and this group has sort of, I think, put acapella music really on the map in terms of the mainstream. Um, you know, they were on the show The Sing Off on NBC. They won. Um, they've they've made acapella music cool, which is not easy to do because a lot of times you'll hear an acapella group performing. And you're like, man, these people can really groove. Uh, groove. What am I saying? <laughs> these people can really bop, yeet. Uh, and and then you see them, and it's like they're dressed sort of like hip, but you really can't take like the the show choir yeah. nerdiness out of the acapella group members. But this group has managed to not only create and produce really cool, catchy. Not just Christmas music, Christmas music, but Christmas or just music all around. Um, but they look cool and they put on a great show. And that is Pentatonix. Uh, my number four song is "That's Christmas to Me" by Pentatonix. That's a good. One. Uh, the harmonies so are tight. Good. It just it just feels good. It's Christmas. Fun fact about that song yes. is that it was actually written by Scott and Kevin, who who are in the group. They wrote the lyrics wow. and and the music. Yeah, I love that. isn't that great? Like to have that level of talent to be able to. Uh, to sing a cappella, but then also to yeah. write a hit. I mean, when you think of that song, I feel like, or that album, I feel like that's the song that, that yeah, you think definitely. of. Yeah, definitely. And album, I right? mean, that song's been out for a few years, but already feels like a classic. I love when a band can come yep. out with a new Christmas tune, and within a year or two years, it feels like something that you've listened to for 20 years. So good on them. That was yeah. great. I love that. You know, it's funny. My my yeah. daughter the other day was uh, listening to Pentatonix, and she she mistakenly said, "Oh, is this Pelotonix?" And I was like, "Well, well, it's <laughs> it's Pentatonix, but I would love to see Pelotonix, which would be the group of Pentatonix riding Peloton bikes while they sing all their music. So we'll we'll reach out to them, see if we can get a video uh, of Pelotonix. That's doing, brilliant. Uh, this <laughs> that's Christmas to me. That would be pretty good." You got to imagine Peloton has have they not done a because I have a Peloton actually sitting <laughs> sure. not far from me here, uh, another brand name drop there. <laughs> uh, I they have to have done a Pentatonix themed ride. You would think at this point I would, in time. I right? would hope so. They, if they haven't, they have. Shout out to Cody Rigsby. Cody Rigsby, who would be the one, the instructor to do this. Cody, I'm sure you're listening to our show. If you're not, and you're a friend of Cody's, Cody, you have got to do a Pentatonix themed ride at some point this year and it has to be as eric said it has to be called the pelotonics, the pelotonics ride. ride and if you don't do that you have really chris missed an opportunity Ooh, Boom. that's number four did it again Boom. and perfectly in time considering we first we each just gave our uh our, our fourth that's songs, right that's right? right i love it all right let's uh move it along here to number three for me i'm gonna go with a classic here this is where I'm finding myself a little bit more uh, mainstream. A little bit more uh, joy, if you will. A little more joy, definitely <laughs> joy. Although this one's kind of a sad song a little bit, too. Oh, my god! But not really. <laughs> this is... I Hate Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> no. it's Well, I think that it's about, you know, it's about being away from your loved ones. Mm. And, and so there's a little, a little sadness in it. But this is uh, from my... Uh, top singer number one influence in my life mr frank sinatra mm. and we're gonna go again there's so many you could choose uh but i'm gonna go with have yourself a merry little christmas oh classic my gosh. it's so good so it's good. right in the pocket it just is like warm and you know it it, it reminds me of do you, um have you ever seen uh family stone no 
Oh my gosh. It's going to be in my top 10 list of Christmas movies. So you Wait, need to watch this before we do. That's a Christmas movie? This is a Christmas movie. I thought you were talking about like Sly and the Family Stone. No, like, no, no. The, live. I think it's maybe called The Family Stone. Okay. But it might just be called Family. Uh, yeah, I think it's called The Family Stone. Okay. Um, and it stars uh, Sarah Jessica Parker and Diane Keaton and Craig T. Nelson and uh, Luke Wilson. And I'm sure I'm forgetting people. Rachel McAdams is in it. Oh, wow. Uh, a bunch of great, great people. Um, but there's a moment in that movie, and for our listeners that have seen it, there's a moment where one of the daughters of the family is sitting on the couch. Um, she's actually watching uh, uh, Meet Me in St. Louis, where Judy Garland sings Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Right. But this song just reminds me of that feeling, this sort of like moment where you're watching an, an old Christmas movie on the couch. The kids have gone to bed. The only lights are on are the like Christmas tree lights. There's a couple candles going. You're watching whether it's It's Wonderful Life or, or Holiday Inn or White Christmas, something like that. It just has that feeling of like sort of the quiet moments uh, of the Christmas season. Nobody does it like Frank. Nobody. Right? He's the king. I mean, the he there's just there's there's something about his performance on that song that just gets me. It's it, it's it's a song you know so well, but there. I think the way you were sort of teeing it up is is right on in terms of there's this peacefulness and there's this calm about his his version of that song. Yeah. It's just sort of like you can see somebody sort of standing there in their in their living room, just sort of taking in the Christmas tree and all the gifts they've just finished wrapping for their loved ones as they're sort of turning off the lights and maybe yeah. you know, they look out their front window and see maybe another dad or something across the street, turning off their lights. And it's just like, have yourself. It's just, it's so peaceful. Merry it's just, it's, Christmas. It, you can't, oh. you, you can't properly uh, describe how great that song is. Absolutely. Definitely worthy of a, of a top three. I right, what do you got have, for your number three? I, you know, I was considering throwing another curveball here and, and changing my song. Actually. Oh boy. Here we go. It was going to be, this, we go. So I have an artist. The artist is locked in, but okay. I'm, I've been debating <laughs> in my mind ever since I formed this list as to whether or not I want this to be the song that I that I choose. Because to me, both songs that I'm thinking of, I enjoy just as much, but I enjoy them for different reasons. One is okay. like a really upbeat, jazzy sort of tune that is very much in line with a lot of the songs I've already listed in my top 10. But right. the other one is uh, maybe a song that Eric would pick out. Uh, it's a little bit more <laughs> little melancholy. Uh, it's sort of, there's a sadness to it. Um, but I, I feel like I have to go with it cause it was what was originally on my list. It's by an sure. artist that, uh, I'm sure some of you know out there, some of you may not. He, this artist is to me what I think, um, was it JD McPherson is to you sort of like sure. this modern day jazzy artist who can do the standards can do sinatra can do singing in the rain but then also will do a mashup of that with umbrella by rihanna uh also writes sure. his own a ton of his own music his name is jamie cullum he's a british cat i've seen him multiple nice. times live in concert he puts on one of the best shows that that i have ever seen and last year he released uh, a christmas album called the piano man at christmas and it is mm. just it's a brilliant album he there's he did like this whole series of like Insta uh, videos where he talked about the various tracks from the album and sort of like what the inspiration was behind it. It really sort of like runs the gamut in terms of all the styles that he touches on. Uh, but there's this one song on there that 
to me, I've always felt like Jamie Cullum could write a, a, a beautiful musical because he's just he's so vivid with the with the music that he writes and his lyrics, but they're also so creative and fun. Yeah. And so the title track from that album is called The Piano Man at Christmas by Jamie Cullum. It it really transports you and, and you the song goes on and on and on and it really sort of takes you on this journey of of this this guy who's this piano player, you know, who goes around and plays all these Christmas songs and he's a hero till midnight sort of thing. But all he really wants is this person that's now no longer in his life. And you just can yeah. like see, you know, the, the face that we all sort of put on when we're thrust into certain positions and especially around the holidays. And you never know, like, as we've talked about before on this, on this episode, uh, or just in our music episode in general is like, there's a lot of happiness around the holidays, but it also sometimes is, is not the happiest time of year. And I yeah. think it's important to recognize that human element of it. And I just think he's such a brilliant musician. I love the orchestrations on that. The strings really start coming in as the song goes on. And anyway, that's, it. that's my number three song, the piano man at Christmas by Jamie. Cole. I love that. Um, you know, I'm going to give a sort of uh, honorable mention offshoot tangent only Ooh. because we're talking about Jamie Cullum. So this okay. is not on my list, but this is just a bonus song mm. for those of you who enjoyed that last one. Uh, so there's a song that is done by Robbie Williams with Jamie Cullum off Robbie okay. Williams' most recent Christmas album. Uh, the song is called Merry Xmas, Everybody. Merry Christmas, Everybody, but it's spelled Merry Xmas, Everybody. Uh, and it features Jamie Cullum. It is a great tune as well. Uh, I'm not going to play a clip of it. You'll have to go and uh, find it yourself, folks. But it's it's a good one to check out, especially if you just liked Danny's last selection of Jamie Cullum. Um, all right. So let's. we got only the top two left. Oh, my gosh. Only the top two. Which it's is stressful. These, these are going to be bangers. These are going to be awesome. They're going to be huge, bops. Huge Christmas songs. Bops. Yeet bops. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. So for right. number two, which I'm, I'm shocked that I didn't put this at number one. Ooh. But I'm going number two with this. Okay. Christmas song, Nat King Cole. Oh. Chestnuts roasting. I mean, it's just, it's it's a classic. I mean, there's a reason that it is what it is, right? That it's there called are the Christmas songs. song. It's the Christmas song. I mean, do you can you have a better, more evocative melody and lyric than chestnuts roasting on an open fire? Right. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Oh my God. It's so good. Nat King Cole, a, a true giant, a a a a just master of the art form. Yeah. I love this song so much. There are great versions of it, but nothing surpasses the original of Nat King Cole's The Christmas Song, parentheses, chestnuts roasting. How Brilliant. great. It, it, it's it's like butter. It's like butter on a nice like butter, baby. warm roll, but not like the butter that's been sitting in the fridge for a long time. It's the butter that's been sitting no. out on a plate and slowly it's sort of, it's not hard anymore. It's a little soft and you just... It just glides right across that nice, warm yes. Christmas roll. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, you I know, know exactly what you're talking about. You know what I realized when you were talking about Nat King Cole and talking about the title of the song, The Christmas Song? You're like, it is yeah. what it is, right? I would yeah. argue that that song is to sort of Christmas songs as our podcast is to Christmas podcasts. So There's a reason we're called Christmas Countdown because, like, we are the Christmas countdown. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And like that is the Christmas song. So like when you want a countdown show, you come to us just like you hand go to Nat hand. King Cole for the Christmas song. You know what I mean? That we are basically the Nat King Cole of the podcasting world. That's I think what I've what heard. I, somebody said that to me <laughs> when I was walking uh, through Target the other day. They're like, oh, hey, that's are, awesome. 
They're like, hey, Nat King Cola podcast. It was like, oh, geez, I, just trying. It really to, rolls off the I'm, tongue. Yeah, I was like, I'm just trying to get some body wash here, but yes, I will sign your iPhone. Um, I love it. I love anyway, it. All right. So, what do you got selection. for your number two, Danny? Okay, mine is is not nearly as classic as yours is, Eric. That's but right. It's, but but for me, it's classic. And if you listen to our first episode, you know that there's only two songs well left for me. Period. And you know what one of them is going to be because I mentioned this song in our first episode as sort of like a teaser of yes. something that was going to be on my list. And, you know, does it does it stack up against the Christmas song by Nat King Cole? Probably not. Uh, but that's not but what this is. This is your this list. Is personal this is okay. favorites. It, it yes, makes me think favorites. of a time in my life, you know, mid to late teens, when I had this dream of of being famous for being in a boy band. And I can remember watching this NSYNC special <laughs> When they put on a show at the the Disney Orlando Resort, and they were, I think it was called Hollywood Studios back then, and they yeah. would perform and people would go crazy. Then you'd watch them go ride rides at the park. And I was like, oh my gosh, I want to do that with my life. And then they came out with a Christmas album. And I can just remember sitting in my room, you know, wrapping gifts, you know, for many years while I was in high school, getting into early college, like for my, you know, my family or my high school sweetheart or whatever. And this was always the album that I would play. It was the NSYNC Christmas album. And, yes. and this, this bop, this banger, this, this joint from that, that album, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by none other than Lance, JC, Joey, Chris, and Justin. Insync. Oh my God. That is so good. That's really good, like wrapping presents music. Right. You can just picture kind of you're bopping around. Hey, pass me the tape. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but there is something that I mentioned when we had our premiere episode, and I said, yes. there, I, I recently developed sort of a, an issue with this song. Okay. Because uh, the song is called Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, right? And sure. if you if you look at the lyrics of the song, all they talk about is Christmas, 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 all day long, right. Christmas, right? So, so I'm gonna just pull up a, a lyrical moment uh, within within that song that it's it's in the bridge and and JC sings it, and it's this one line that I just have an issue with because <laughs> and, and here's the thing I believe in everyone celebrating their holidays, uh, sure. But sure. here's the thing, in the bridge JC says. No matter what your holiday, it's a time to celebrate. Um, uh -huh. And then, okay, so great. No matter what your holiday. First of all, you've been great. singing about Christmas nonstop for the last two minutes and 15 <laughs> seconds. But then in that sure. same bridge, you go on to say, put your worries aside, open up your mind, see the world right by your side. It's Christmas time. It's not, it's all the holidays holiday time. Right. You know what I mean? It, it They're just, sort of it, saying like celebrate your holidays, but don't forget what we're really doing here is Christmas. Yeah, that's Which, that's sort of what it what it maybe feels not like the for most me. inclusive worldview uh, that InSync was giving us, but 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 they didn't was, write it. It was it, sure. it was what was happening back then, and I get sure, it. It was probably and, 2002, is my guess. You know, somewhere, oh yeah, somewhere oh, probably even there. before then. It might have been like 99 <laughs> yeah. or two. Because I think yes. this is really going to make me sound silly, but. Uh, I know that No Strings Attached came out in 2000, and this album predates that. So that would have been probably 1998. Don't ask me why uh, well, I know uh, that. The Ipsic's first album came out. If you look back at the, like year, at, the, <laughs> at the year that they came over from Germany, uh, <laughs> did you know that Lance was not originally in, in sync? Did you know that? No, I did not. Tell me more. They used to have a different uh, fifth member. Uh, I'm going to Google it because I don't know that individual's yes. name. 
who was the original, not drummer of the Beatles, uh, original Must be so uh, sad. fifth member. Oh, they're, it's already finishing it for me. Fifth member of NSYNC. That person's name was, uh, was there a fifth member of NSYNC? Okay, come on. Here we go. Come on, Google. You're not stepping it up for me right now. Little drummer boy, give us our drum roll. It was. It was. It's not showing me. Why is this? I know that there was a different fifth member of NSYNC, and this is making me look really, really silly right now. <laughs> we got you know, drum roll still going, Danny. I know. The drum roll is still drumming the away. The poor little drummer boy. His <laughs> arms are getting tired. Who I'm was so the sorry. fifth member of NSYNC, Danny? I am trying so hard. I am trying so hard right now. <laughs> Wikipedia is not helping me. When I look up, when I look up, who uh, was the original fifth member of NSYNC? It tells me Chris. I know that's not it because Chris, Chris was always, it. he's in the group. There was somebody who was, okay, 47 things you didn't know about NSYNC. Okay, his name was Jason. Here we go. Here we go. This is great. Uh, here we go. I, I mean, we're, this is not what you all came to this show for. <laughs> Originally, the band's fifth member was a singer named Jason Galasso. But he quit Jason shortly after the band formed and was replaced by Lance. And that is, I know a lot, some crazy NSYNC fans will know this. I don't know if you know this. I don't know how crazy of an NSYNC fan you are. But do you know that NSYNC is actually in S-Y-N-C as the last letter of all five members' uh, first names? So you have Justin, what? Chris, Joey, Jason, and JC. NSYNC. Wow. Isn't that wild? So that's why there was a Mind rumor that went around for blown. years that it, that it was his that Lance's real name was Langston because people were trying to figure out where that other end came from, but it actually yeah. was this guy Jason Galasso. And let me tell you, Jason's probably kicking himself because yeah, uh, I bet he is. He, he did not get to say he quit the he quit he quit the, the band. Oh, maybe he's thanks. hanging out with Bobby Helms somewhere. Um, you can't really anyway, fill out a your back to our previous episode. <laughs> that is very true. Anyway, this is much more in sync. Trivia than you signed up for when you came to listen to the Christmas countdown. So why don't we but, just move But little forward? drummer boy, you can stop your drumming now. You're good. <laughs> and we've lost him, folks. I'm sorry. This is like right, in well, Three Amigos. Folks, you killed the invisible swords. <laughs> yeah. We all shot all right, up. Folks. <laughs> anyway, sorry. We are at our final pick of our list. Oh this is gosh. the number one. The big one. Hey, can somebody bring the uh, drummer boy back? Is he okay? All right. He's okay. No, we got him some okay. water. He's back. He's going to give us a little drum roll for each of our top picks here. Uh, so if my number one is going to be, again, this is a classic, and I'm going to go with the original. There are okay. other versions, other covers of this version, which are a uh, song, which are great. But the original, nothing can surpass. Christmas, Baby, Please Come Home mm. by Ms. Darlene Love. Oh, nothing my gosh. Better then this song, it just gets you going. It's a banger. It is like got a big band. It has background vocals. You can sing along to it, whether you know just the word Christmas or whether you know the actual lyrics. It has, it paints a beautiful picture. I love the tradition. I don't know if you're aware of this, but David Letterman for years on his show, every single Christmas uh, had Darlene Love come back and sing that, uh, mm. which is awesome. She is such an amazing singer. If you don't know anything about Darlene Love, you should definitely check it out. Go watch the documentary. Uh, I believe it's 60 Steps to, to Stardom or 
30 Steps to Stardom, something like that. It is a documentary about background singers. Darlene Love was a sort of famous singer of the 60s, the Phil Spector era. And right. um, basically, Phil Spector, you know, basically just used her as a background singer, even though she had amazing talent. Um, so her, she has an interesting life story and career story. But her probably most famous song is Christmas, exclamation point. Baby, please come home. Easily uh, number one on my list. Christmas, oh, baby, please it. come home by Darlene Love. That's what I. Oh have. my gosh, great choice, great, great. Ten songs that you selected there, Eric. Thank you, I mean, you I just took that. us on a journey with your ten personal favorites. You introduced me, as I'm sure you did our listeners, to so many songs that I didn't know about before. Songs I don't think about when I think about like personal favorites, and now I'm like, oh man. That is a fantastic song. I got to add that to my my Christmas vibes playlist on on my Amazon device. I won't say her name because then she'll fire sure. up there. Um, but yeah, fantastic work. I I thoroughly you, enjoyed buddy. your top ten. Thank you. Um, so I'm going to jump in real quick here. Uh, so my number one is was your number three. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Twist. So I'm wondering that, if that, I should. It's kind of shocking that. Uh, that we had no. Uh, um, this is our only repeat crossover. or duplicate. Yeah. yeah. All right, so I just want to prepare you for that. I was thinking about changing Great. it just so we wouldn't have repeats, but I think it's kind I of I think fun. it's good. Yeah. All right, Eric. The time has come for me to reveal my number well, one What's song. your topper? So here's the thing. We have heard this song already on your list. Bum, bum, bum. I know. This is, you know, you and I wondered going into this because we didn't share our list with each other. Correct. We wondered, oh, were there going to be duplicates? How many would there be? Yeah. Would they line up at the same spot? Yeah. But this is our only duplicate repeat song in this entire countdown. And it's a singer that I know you love so much. It's an artist that I just appreciate so much what this individual, you know, brought to just the world of entertainment in sure. general. And this this version, it's it's the reason why I connected so much when you when you picked this song, is that it's it's just one that I think encapsulates so many aspects of of Christmas, but also just this idea of wishing somebody a merry little Christmas. You know, there's something yes. I think very beautiful about the idea of like wishing someone a merry little Christmas. Cause I think so often mm -hmm. we get caught up in the, the bigness of it as a kid. You're like, I want the biggest gifts possible. And oftentimes, and my mom reminds me this very, very frequently is that, you know, it's just as important to have small dreams as it is to have big dreams. And sometimes totally. the small dreams mean even more. And I think, you know, as we get older and, Maybe it's age and having kids and all, you know, life experience, but <laughs> the idea of having just a merry little Christmas where I can sit in our house uh, at the end of the year and look around at our kids and, and what we're building together. Uh, no, we don't live in a mansion. No, we're not millionaires, but we have a happy life together. And if you can have a merry little Christmas, that's not something... That's not something to be disappointed in. So and, and Sinatra's performance on this song is absolutely phenomenal. I love that it just sort of opens up with no music and just his voice as mm -hmm. only he could do it. Just standing out yeah. there all alone. <laughs> it's so, so good. Dang tasty. Right. I love it. This is, this has been so much fun, Eric, getting to, to learn more about you and your, your preferences when it comes to, to Christmas music. I've, I've really enjoyed this our first official countdown. This is our first yes, one. Yes, this is good. This is very good. We hope that you listeners have enjoyed uh, the music that we've brought to you. We hope that we've put you in the Christmas spirit, that you're uh, having a nice cup of cocoa and imagining <laughs> the snow coming down 
and uh, thinking of that Christmas season. Make sure you come back to us on Friday. We'll be starting a new list. Uh, This one's going to be a big one. We're going to do top 10 favorite Christmas movies. Yeah, it's going to be a big list. Uh, We may have some special guests that is uh, remaining to be seen. We don't want to tease too much, but trust us, you're going to want to hear this uh, list of top 10 Christmas movies. Thank you so much for being with us for our top 10 list of Christmas songs. We hope that you guys have a Merry Christmas, a happy holiday. We will see you on the next one. Make sure you follow us on all those social channels. And remember, everybody, Merry Christmas and happy holidays.